Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome everyone to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I'll be your host today and I have a fabulous guest. Her name is, is it Cherry or Sherry? Sherry. Sherry James and we're going to be talking about her higher calling and diving into her astrological birth chart. So welcome to the podcast, Sherry. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. So let's get into this. We've got 30 minutes of just jam-packed information about you and your higher calling. So tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do. Um, If you don't have a business currently, what kind of business you're thinking about starting. Just give us some background about who is this fabulous person we've got on on today's uh, episode. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Well, I am, uh, as, as we said, my name is Sherry James, and I do have an online health business, health coaching business. But specifically, I am a women's mind and body health coach. So I, I love to work with women who have spent years uh, struggling with diets and workouts, essentially trying to change their body to feel good enough for other people and help them to take their power back, learn to get strong, healthy, and radiate confidence from the inside out. So I want them to feel like they have such value and a high sense of self-worth without, without uh, seeking it out from other people through the means of harsh diets and Uh, harsh workouts. Okay, great. And so how long have you been doing this business? This business I started uh, just over a year ago. Okay, so it's pretty new. And uh, do you what are your do you have certifications? What got you into this line of work? Oh, I started. uh, Yes, I have certifications. I've had multiple over the years. But I started, 
I started this because of myself years ago, um, because this is what I did. You know, I, I participated in so many different diets and uh, workouts to try and change the way I looked. And I got into becoming a personal trainer and sports nutritionist from it. And then from there, discover the holistic route and then the holistic healing route. And I did this because I saw my own personal development and uh, inner healing through this. And then I saw the missing links between gyms, health clubs, private studios I was working at. And I realized that just giving people uh, diets and exercises was not going to help them feel good about themselves. So I wanted to take, take this online do something uh, that I knew would help women truly feel good about themselves. Zero business experience, zero understanding of the online world. I just wanted to start. So that's what I did. Perfect. So what is this big challenge that you want to focus on in today's episode, in today's reading? My main challenge currently is, is finding my ideal client and building my community. Okay. Let's dive in. This is, this is one of my expertise. So uh, I don't know yes. how familiar you are with um, my work, but just so for our listeners and just for you. So basically how I work is uh, it's all about your kismet client. It's all about this person that you're meant to serve. So when people say, I want to figure out who I'm here to serve, this is going to be the session that um, you don't need to take any notes. I will be sending you the replay. So kind of just take it in. I will ask some questions uh, during the reading, but um, just wanting to kind of sit back and take it all in and be open-minded to the whole process. Wonderful. Yes. Awesome. Okay. So I'm going to start with the first three main planets and in astrology, the sun and the moon are considered planets. So we've got your sun in Scorpio, which I'm sure you already know, mm -hmm. and you've got your moon in Aries and then your rising sign in Capricorn. So this is a really interesting trifecta here because Scorpio is a water sign. Aries is a fire sign and Capricorn is an earth sign. So I'm seeing so much passion. I'm seeing so much work ethic. I'm seeing so much leadership. So let me just start with the sun and Scorpio. So the sun and Scorpio, that's all about how you see yourself. It's your ego. It's basically, it's like when you go to read a horoscope, like you see Scorpio, but it's not necessarily how other people see you. So I like to think of the sun as kind of like it's like your secret sauce. It's not necessarily like the thing you lead with, but it's the thing you sprinkle around um, to kind of create this mystique. It creates this um, energy around uh, who you are without being right up in their face. And then your moon sign is your emotions. It's your soul. It's that inner, those inner, that inner work that drives us. So a lot of business people out there or business um, curriculums and higher education, it's like it's all about, uh, you know, leave your emotions out of business. But when you're doing a higher calling, this is not just a business, right? This is something around, something that lights your soul up. It's the thing that gets you out of bed in the morning. It's the, it's the part of uh, that humanitarian piece uh, that, that fuels us. So I look at the moon as one of the most important um, planets when we're looking at a higher calling, and you have it in the sign of Aries. So Aries is a leader by, by birth, right? By birthright, these people are so magnetic, they're so energized. Uh, they're so intelligent. Um, they're the first sign of the zodiac. So the one struggle that um, you might find is that you can start the project, 
But to complete it, it's like you're going to need some helping hands because Aries, since they are the first sign in the zodiac, they are the ones that come up with that big idea, right? They're like, oh my gosh, they have all this passion. Like, I want to do this and I want to do that. But they haven't developed some of the other skills that the rest of the zodiac has. So like the next sign would be Taurus which is all about work ethic and really, you know, putting the nose to the grind. But Aries is more that big idea. They more about, they're more about their charisma. Um, they're more about their personality, um, more, less so than about implementation. So the shadow side of Aries, and that's just something to look out for, is that we get into this um, mindset like, well, I don't want to do what I don't want to do, right? <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to learn how to build a sales funnel or that's for somebody else. I'll just hire somebody else. So there's this part where, you know, on one hand, it's like you want to change the world. You've got these big ideas and you want to, and you're so ambitious, but there's this stubbornness that Aries has about, you know, I don't feel like I should have to do that part of it. And so I'm just kind of bringing that up because if you're ever finding that you get flustered, like your emotional stake, it's a little like fueled or like a little bit, ticked off or whatever that, that, that fiery emotion is, that's basically airy shadow. And it's just reminding you that it's part of the process. There is always going to be a learning curve. Yes. Makes so much sense. Okay, good. I'm like, <laughs> not yes. <laughs> okay. So just to keep in mind, so, um, your rising sign. Okay. So this is the third planet that we're going to focus on is uh it's the ascendant sign this is basically how other people see you so this is so important one because if you're looking to attract your kismet client uh a lot of us we identify with our sun sign but that's not necessarily how other people see us unless our sun and our rising sign are in the same sign so in this case it's not in the same sign you have your rising sign in the sign of capricorn so I'm actually a Capricorn, always my favorite topic because I know so much about Capricorn, but Capricorn is basically the goat. It's the sea goat. It's the, it's the animal that's climbing the mountain slow and steady. They, nothing is going to, it doesn't matter if it takes them years, they're never going to give up. And the way that people are seeing you is that, like they see you as someone that's never going to give up. They see you at grounded, Capricorns are very grounded, very logical, very practical, um, ability to actually explain things in a very clear and concise way. Um, they have like a, they have a really interesting uh, sense of humor that people really resonate with because it's grounded, but then it's like satirical sometimes. Like there's just like a very interesting dynamic when people see you as a Capricorn, they're seeing you as this ambitious person. However, because Capricorn is the symbol is the sea goat. Okay. So the top half, right? The part that you show to the world is the top half, right? The, the goat, right? Half goat, half fin or half fish, right? It's a sea goat. So the part that people are seeing is the part that is climbing the ladder, the grounded, the practical, the successful, the slow and steady, like all that stuff, funny, creative, articulate, all those things. But underneath the hood of the car, underneath the surface is this, um, I like to say like, I have all these funny like little analogies about each of the signs, but Capricorn is like the, the, the secret emo person, right? Like under, like they're not going to like cry you a river. Like, you know, they're not going to go, um, 
you know, just make all their emotions out on display. It's this very private under there. So that actually, the interesting, and it's interesting because Capricorn is an earth sign, but the other two earth signs, so Taurus and Virgo, they don't have the fin. They don't have that water element like Scorpio, like Cancer, like Pisces. So they are an actually very dynamic sign. I think a lot of people, they want to uh, pinpoint Capricorns as one way, but they're only seeing what Capricorn wants them to see. They, they don't show that those deeper um, parts of themselves. So I want to encourage you that when you, when we talk about your Kismet client, which we're going to talk much more deeply about this, but when you're out there in the world and you're showing up with your health programs and you're marketing your business, remember that you actually have this very keen ability to really read into people on an emotional level. Even though you're not showing yours that much, there is this depth that you intrinsically understand pain. Yes, absolutely. Yeah? Yes, this is so, so spot on. <laughs> oh, good. Capricorn is like, I don't know. I used to like kind of bag on myself being Capricorn. I'm like, oh, we're so boring. Oh, we just want to work and this and that. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait a minute. Like, let's underneath the hood of the car. Is this really like really sensitive soul under there. So I would really use that. So knowing that other people see you as a Capricorn, I think this is an opportunity for you to be like, look, like I'm climbing the mountain and I'm organized and I'm down the earth, but I can also understand you on a very emotional level. And here's how. So don't be afraid to you know, yes, all that practical wisdom, all that down to earth um, humor and all that stuff, but really letting them know that you don't have to, I don't have to uh, just be a water sign to understand the, the turbulence of pain. And pain is truly what's going to be attractive to a kismet client. If you can let them know that you understand their pain, you've got them. It sounds... I mean, this is so spot on. It's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's keep going. I'm going to do the, 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 the cons first, okay? I always like okay, to get Saturn out of the way. Okay, so Saturn, okay. <laughs> so Saturn actually rules Capricorn, but in this case, we're talking about Saturn um, in your birth chart. Uh, Saturn is the father figure of the Zodiac. And so I always bring him up when I do these readings because – he is a little whippersnapper. He likes to crack the whip. He kind of likes to make our lives a little tough. But on the flip side, if he see, it's like he's the dad. Like if he sees that you're trying, if he sees that you're you know, setting a goal and you're taking those, even if they're baby steps towards achieving them, he will reward you. And it's kind of like, I mean, for me, when I was growing up, my stepdad, he would always, um, you know, say like, oh, if you get an A on your report card, I'll give you $50. So for every A, I got $50 or whatever. So I would get like straight A's and I'd make all this money. So that's kind of like a, it's like a deal we're making with Saturn. It's like, if you do the work, I'm going to reward you materially because this is an earth, right? Earth element here. I'm going to reward you financially. I'll reward you with opportunity, with people, things like that. So here's where it gets a little interesting. Saturn and Libra is what you have. So Libra and Saturn, very different, right? Libra is an air sign. They love beauty. They have all these ideas. They can't commit to things. 
um, all this like airy fairy stuff, right? Amazing people, amazing sign, amazing that they're ruled by Venus, the goddess of love and compassion, and all these things. But this is Saturn. He's like, okay, Libra, I get it. Like you want everything to be pretty. You want everything to be, you know, your way or the highway. But I am telling you that I am not going to be able to give you what you want unless you actually make a game plan and then you stick to it. And Libra has a really hard time with those commitments, right? Those commitments. But the thing that she's really good at is actually partnerships, right? Because it's a... Uh, Libra is ruled by the scales. So it's all about balance and beauty and partnerships. So Saturn is, is trying to make a suggestion here. So, and I'm just going to kind of wrap this up into like your moon and Aries because Aries is like, I don't really want to do that work. I just want to do what I want to do, all that stuff. Well, Libra, so Saturn and Libra is saying, okay, well, if you don't want to do those things, Aries, but you still, I still want to see that you're, you know, you know, putting together a plan of action, then why don't we use it Libra and her ability to um, partner up with people? You know, it doesn't have to be like an official business partnership, but it could be a joint venture. Um, it could be um, doing a podcast and bringing in guest experts, something where you're bringing in other people, other alliances that are going to satisfy Saturn because Saturn wants to see a game plan and Libra just kind of wants to be like up there with all the cool ideas, making everything pretty. So if it's, if it's a struggle to, um, you know, implement, then make, maybe bring in other people where they kind of bring more of the implementation into the mix. This makes so much sense because I do battle between those two all the time and it lights me up to work with other people. <laughs> so I will reach out to do that. So this is just talking about me. It's exactly talking about me. It, you know, this could be where you think about, like I said podcast, but even like putting together like an annual telesummit where you bring in all the experts, but it builds your list. So something where it's like gonna benefit you, but you don't have to like do all the like build the sales funnel and all this stuff. Like maybe you pay somebody once to build out this, you know, telesummit and then you just reuse it over and over again and then bring other people's expertise. I'm just giving ideas, but that would be something that would satisfy Saturn, but it would also satisfy Libra. And it just lights me up. It sounds so fun to me. Okay, good. Okay, so I got the worst out of the way. Well, sort of. Let's get a few more things. Okay, so let's see. What do I want to get into next? Okay, so I want to just mention, because we're already talking about Libra, you actually have a Libra stellium, and you also have a Scorpio stellium. So let me explain what that is. So you have your sun in Scorpio, and you've got a bunch of planets uh, in Scorpio and a bunch of planets in Libra. So you actually have a double stellium, if you ever want the terminology. So what that means is, and I actually have a double stellium Scorpio and Capricorn, you actually have double stellium Scorpio and Libra. So what that means is that the majority of the way that you do things is either Scorpio or Libra. You're either, you know, Scorpio, which is all about um, occult and investigation and facts and um, spiritual um, development. And, um, you know, they're really... Like, it's like, I always think about Scorpio and I'm like, he's like, you're never going to pull one over a Scorpio. Like, there's no like thinking you're getting, nothing's getting in between the cracks with Scorpio. So it's one of those, th they're actually known, Capricorn and Scorpios are actually known to be the most loyal of the Zodiac. So when you think about you as a whole, you know, you don't have to 
you know, converse with your Kismet clients about this, but just you as a whole, it's this balance between this water sign of Scorpio, who's all wants to, Scorpio wants to dig to the root. He doesn't want to, he wants to swim in the deep end, not, never the shallow end. He'll be so bored by any conversation that is not in the deep end. So that's one stellium. The Libra, on the other hand, which is kind of the opposite because she could talk about anything. She could talk about the weather. She could talk about getting a tan. She could talk about makeup. But then she could also go down the rabbit hole and talk about spirituality and talk about goddess, goddesses and all of that kind of ancient wisdom stuff. So it's an interesting combination that, you know, potentially in your business and in, with your clients, you know, getting underneath the hood of the car and digging to their roots, but also having this really light airness to it, which is different than the energy of Scorpio, which is much more intense, but having this air where it's like, it does feel light. So, so you might want to play with like the dichotomy of the like, the intensity of Scorpio, but having it be more about digging to the root, but then using the lightness and beauty element of Libra to really, there's a good balance there of just like light uh, and not dark, but light and heavy. Um, that's kind of like where your chart is as far as these two stelliums are concerned. Okay. Yeah, I definitely feel that between the intense the digging to the root for sure is definitely me. And then also the other side. And I do find myself like trying to balance the two. I mean, I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know, <laughs> you know, but that that's what I feel within myself in, in what I do. Definitely. Well, it's kind of like, if you thought about like the products that you offer um, or programs or workshops or whatever you're offering, um, just know that this, like the, the underlying, like, vibe and how you're going to solve the problem is one, I'm going to dig to the root and two, it's going to be so magically beautiful. Yes. Those two things would be, would satisfy um, your personality really well. So let's get into the two main other um, houses uh, in this astrological reading. Okay. So I'm going to start with the midheaven. The midheaven is actually the 10th house. It's actually, uh, ruled by Capricorn. So again, we're going to career, we're going to ambition, we're going to, um, climbing the ladder, if you will. And you've got that in the sign of Libra. So there we go with Libra again. Um, so this is again, gonna be about Venus. This is gonna be about, um, beauty and compassion. And it's also gonna, it also filters in like law of attraction is very Libra. Um, anything that has to do with like manifesting, anything that has to do with, um, cosmic, uh, excuse me, um, uh, cause, not cosmic, um, cosmetology, like hair, makeup, um, interior design, feng shui, uh, anything that has to do with um, um, sister circles, partnership, that would be very Libra. Um, so when we're looking at the career path um, of Libra, we're really looking at helping other people um, helping other people find not only their inner beauty, but their outer beauty and some, the, the duality, right? Where it's the balancing scales of that inner and outer. So I'm curious, like in your current programs, are you, co are you covering, um, I mean, cause I think you are, because you already mentioned that it's like, oh, personal training isn't just going to solve the problem. Neither is nutrition because there's that inner component. So maybe give me some more details about your current offerings so I can just kind of get some more ideas around um, this Libra energy. Yeah, I definitely try to do both. Um, definitely the inner works 
huge uh, lot recognizing both from the inside out that they are worthy. So I will cover holistic nutrition. I will cover um, emotional blocks or uh, um, energy blocks. And then I will cover confidence and things like that. But I will have them rec- recognize um, their own outer beauty as well with yeah inner. So yeah, both of them. Perfect. Okay, so that was, that's going to satisfy the midheaven. So the midheaven, um, if, you're, if you're already balancing those two energies, that's what Libra, that's where the success is going to be. And interesting enough, because you've got Saturn and Libra, again, it's always going to be about um, the partnerships and the be- beauty and all that stuff, but making sure that there's a game plan around that. So we already kind of talked about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is one that's usually the big kicker, uh, the grand finale, or if you will. So you've got, okay, your 12th house. I always talk about the 12th house. It's like the, so the 12th, so you think about the zodiac wheel. Um, and I know you started the shadow self workshop in the club. So you mm-hmm. hopefully have had a chance to look at your wheel, but each of the houses in the wheel um, are, are naturally ruled by a sign in the zodiac. So like the first house is naturally ruled by Aries, and then the 12th house is naturally ruled by Pisces going in that order. So in this case, you know, when you think about the 12th house, I just want to like, just think about Pisces energy for a second. It's like Pisces is a water sign. They're all about psychic abilities, all about karmic debts, all about the subconscious mind. Like it's almost like you think about, well, when I think about uh, Pisces, like often fantasy land, like can't get them out of fantasy. (laughs) So I like to bring um, the 12th house into this because when you're talking about a higher calling and we're talking about a business at the same time, we're here to work out karmic debts. We're here to work through any of those subconscious blocks. And identically, so is your kismet client. So I have a philosophy, um, you know, that your ideal customer is actually you just a few years ago. And when you serve the, the junior you, or however you want to refer to your kismet client, um, they're basically going to be, you're going to be working through your karmic debt through them. And they're going to be working through some of their karmic debt through you. So this idea of it's like, there's almost, and there is, there is a psychic connection um, between you and your kismet client. And you guys, uh, it's easy to attract when it's the same energy. So you guys have a similar vibration, no matter, you know, if, you know, she needs your service, there's still a, you're a vibrational match is where I'm going with this. So when I see your uh, 12th house, you actually have your 12th house in the sign of Sagittarius. So what that means is that the type of person, this archetype, right? I'm not saying that all of your kismet clients need to have their son in Sagittarius, but this archetype of the person that you're magnetically easily, with ease, without trying, who's going to be attractive to you, is a person that has the the characteristics of Sagittarius. So let's talk about Sag, because I don't think I saw much other Sagittarius in your chart. The Sagittarius is a very spiritual sign. Even though they're not a water sign, which is indicative of usually more spiritual, Sagittarius is all about higher learning, higher education, philosophy, um, ancient wisdom, uh, travel, foreign culture. You know, they're really this um, avid learner. 
You know, they're, they're a sponge for knowledge. They're also great entrepreneurs. They're very ambitious. Um, they do not like to be told what to do. Um, <laughs> they are very strong. They're a fire sign. There's a lot of passion there. Um, definitely going to be, uh, they're definitely going to be more interested in buying something that's, that someone who understands that they're, they're not that easy to sell to unless you lead in with information, unless you lead in with travel or you lead in with foreign affairs or ancient civilizations, anything that has to do with like history. Um, they want to know, it's like less, like Scorpio wants to know the facts. Like I want to know the facts, but Sagittarius is different. They want to know the theory. So this is where you might want to come up with or add to your programs something about the theory of what, like your signature system, right? I have a program mm -hmm. called Signature System. They want to know what's the background of why this works? What's the philosophy around it, right? What's that brand message? Because they're going to, they want their problem solved, but they want to be intellectually stimulated. They want to, they want to know that the takeaway Yes, is going to solve the problem, but it's also going to give them an, some type of intellectual high. Okay. I'm excited to add this stuff. <laughs> so if you play, and the thing is you can, you can use, remember I said like your, your son is in, in Scorpio, which is the, it's a secret sauce that you kind of sprinkle on things. So mm -hmm. you can kind of use, and you've got a Scorpio stellium, so there's no shortage of you not having information because you're a digger. You love to dig to the roots. So when you're, when you're digging, you know, when you're getting certifications or taking higher learning education and you're actually fueling yourself with knowledge, even if it's just like reading books or being on Google all day or whatever you're doing, um, now take that information and, and turn it into like a philosophy that matches your brand message. Okay. So that's, it's going to make your brand more dynamic. It's going to make it more attractive to this, um, this avid learner, this Sagittarius uh, archetype, um, and make it, it's like they also want to have fun. Remember, this is still a fire sign. They're still like, yay, like let's have a good time, all that stuff, even though it's, it's different. Like, like Capricorn is the avid learner and like all, similar to Sagittarius, but they're like, no, I'm a homebody. But Sagittarius is not a homebody. They're like, they're going to learn, but they're going to, they might go to a retreat in like Bali and take up the education from the culture, um, you know, in that place versus like Capricorn might read a bunch of books and, you know, watch YouTube videos. It's just like a different type of learning. They, it's like, they almost want to have like an action oriented learning experience. Okay. That makes sense. Definitely. So I'm curious, who are you currently attracting in your um, business currently? Currently, um, I'm attracting women that have struggled with um, mainly past relationships and feeling a sense of low self-esteem about themselves. So, and I get, a, I do feel that where you talk about you have that connection. I have this strong connection to almost all of the clients that I've worked with. And I mean, I don't necessarily know that they, they all fall under this category because I haven't really thought about it in that way. 
Mm-hmm. But um, they definitely want to do it having fun and like the actionable steps, but I do feel that connection with them. So, yeah. Okay, I, so I you, mentioned, you mentioned that your the biggest struggle was attracting more of your ideal customer. So what Correct. are you, what kinds of marketing are you doing to attract your Kismet clients? Because you also could take um, the energy of the Sagittarius and use that even if you're not offering like a retreat in like another country or whatever, or you're not like, um, you know, writing books and having them learn that way. What you could do is like use your sales copy to appeal to a Sagittarius archetype. For example, excuse me. Um, let's say you have a coaching program helping uh, women um, move through past uh, love, right? Heartbreak, things like that. Um, and you say, you know, you know, you could say things like, you know, how are you having trouble moving through this, you know, this loss of love? You know, what types of things have you tried? Have you tried traveling alone by yourself? Have you tried reading books? Have you tried um, going out and um, meeting new people? Have you tried? So you're like using, like, you're using the, the characteristics of Sagittarius in, in acknowledging what are the things you may have already tried. That mm -hmm. could also be another way that you could use um, the, 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 the archetype energy of Sagittarius. Because at the end of the day, like they want freedom. They just want to know, like, don't clip my wings. I still want to fly. But it sounds like your, uh, your customer right now, it's like their wings do feel clipped. And that's almost like the death of Sagittarius. Like they're like, for their wings to be tied to them and like clipped and they don't have that sense of freedom, it's like everything else in their life is blocked off them because if they can't spread their wings, they can't fly in any area. Right. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. So, uh, yeah. so I know I've got your wheels turning here, but I want to make sure that, you know, at the, at the end of this reading that you have some action-oriented steps. So tell me where you're at right now, and then we'll talk about what those next steps will be. Okay, yes, I have my wheels are turning. I have so much wonderful information. <laughs> um, I'm really excited to implement more of this Sagittarius stuff to attract people. And I use my main uh, marketing is social media. So I'm using Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, um, Facebook group, mm -hmm. things like that. So yeah, that's where my wheels are at, trying to develop more of a, of, a strategy within my social media to attract this, this um, kismet client of mine. Okay. So let's come up with, a, let's come up with three really good ideas on how to use social media to attract a Sagittarius archetype kismet client. Okay. All right. So let's start with Instagram. Let's start with Instagram. What would be attractive to, um, and I'm assuming, so you're selling, you're selling, tell me what the product is you're selling. You're selling like, is it healing coaching? Is it group coaching? Um, you said that the people that are, uh, you're attracting are currently, um, recently out of relationships, but then you go and you help them, um, start working out and eating healthy and also do some spiritual stuff. Yes, correct. Uh, it's mainly through one-on-one. -on -one, and then I just put out a course, a self-study course, group coaching. I have an idea, but that's down the line. Okay. So what we want to do is what is your, what's currently your free offer? 
my free offer is an emotional eating guide and then a food in mind quick tips sheet. Okay. Okay, wait. What if you slightly altered your free offer to be, uh, like, I, I don't know what kind of food is in there, but it could be, and somehow in the recipes or the, I don't know if you, is there recipes in there? I'm just like guessing. <laughs> no recipes, just tips on how to make your life easier. <laughs> okay, so what about this? So I don't know what the tips are, but I'm just going to say this. So, um, so say like there's 10 tips or whatever, and the first tip is, I don't know, meditate. What you could do is you could say like meditate um, like a Buddha. And then you start talking about like the foreign culture of like how India and where meditation came from. I don't know. There could be some kind of education around that culture. And then like step number two could be like, um, you know, eat like a, I don't know, plant-based uh, culture, something like eat like a vegan or whatever, and then give some background and culture around vegan or whatever. So you're basically giving them the education, a little bit of background, right? That higher learning, but it's also kind of attached to that like, ancient wisdom piece. Yeah, absolutely. That even sounds more enjoyable for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just one idea, but you, and I would even like mention that, you know, my free offer, yes, is emotional eating, but emotional eating, ancient wisdom, or you know what I mean? Something where yeah. it's like, you've got that little sag like twang to it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is exciting. Yeah, I got my wheels are turning. So this is gonna be exciting to dive into for myself. And just remember, like any kind of sales copy that you're writing, even if it's for a free offer, remember, it's like, do you feel like your freedom has been taken from you? Do you feel like a lack of zest for life because you're not learning? Um, something where it's like, you're like, you might want to, what you, I would probably recommend is like, I would Google all the characteristics of Sagittarius. And then when you ever go to write sales copy, just include a few of those things in there. That was my plan. Yep. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, so you've got your free offer. Okay, so let's go back to the social media. So okay. you're, um, okay, so are you using, I was just like listening to some program recently about like Instagram stories and, or excuse me, not Instagram stories, Instagram live. Have you ever, um, the thing, okay, so the thing I really like about Instagram for you for marketing to your business is that it's mobile. And because Sagittarius is such a free bird and they're out and about, it's like, it's not so much that they're like sitting around like behind their computer, they're on their phone, they're taking pictures, they're experiencing life, they're out and about. So Instagram live is actually an opportunity for you to do, maybe you should start teaching some little mini classes on Instagram live. Okay. Take on um, uh, maybe like take your emotional eating free offer and pick like one or two of the tips and go deep on that subject and do an Instagram live. You know, they don't have to opt in or whatever. And then at the end of the live, tell them to, to go get your free goodie and get the rest of the tips. Yes. Okay. That sounds amazing. It's something I'm not currently doing. Yeah, I think Instagram Live, um, you can do an Instagram story to promote when you're going to do an Instagram Live. Like, hey, guys, like, I've got this emotional eating, ancient wisdom thing that I'm doing. I'm going to be doing a, teaching a little mini class on Instagram Live on this day. Um, you know, click swipe up to, to register or click the link in the bio to register, and then they could go opt in. And then you can basically send out a reminder that I'm doing an Instagram Live training course. And then um, you might want to even, you could even turn that um, Instagram live mini training into a paid upsell 
um, after take the recording and then when they go to when moving forward anybody who opts in for your emotional eating free cheat sheet or whatever it is PDF mm -hmm. the next page in your funnel could be like get the training for like 17 bucks or whatever so you're repurposing what you've already um, been doing previously. yes Perfect. Cause I, yeah, I've been doing the same thing over and over. So I'm kind of excited to start something new and different. Yeah. I mean, this is just one idea. You could just, you could make, you could do Instagram live stories once a week until yeah. you've got enough clients, you know, and making sure that you've got, you know, a nurture campaign. Anytime that somebody opts in for your free offer, make sure that you are sending them multiple emails, talking to the Sagittarius archetype, having them get to know you, but also what it is that you sell. Sounds, all sounds wonderful. Thank you, Angel. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So I, I'm going to leave you with that. I don't want to overwhelm you if there's too many ideas in my brain, but I'm going to leave you with that. <laughs> is there any final questions? Um, anything you want to um, say before I let you um, go enjoy the rest of your weekend. Um, oh, all this stuff was absolutely amazing. Going back to the beginning a little bit where you, you talked about my, my balancing between keeping the motions kind of um, hidden from everybody else. Um, and just it's not leading. so much that you're hiding them. Um, well, okay, it's your rising sign. So your rising sign is in the sign of Capricorn. So basically the way that other people are seeing you is driven, climbing the mountain, the, okay. the, the goat. But underneath the surface, what they don't realize that they're experiencing is that you have this, this deep end, right? This, this very um, deep emotional part of you that gives you the ability to understand other people's pain. So I, I, I want you to embrace that and also let them know, like, yes, I am this driven person, but one of my keen gifts is being able to understand people and their pain. And that's why I created this X, Y, and program. That's why I created my free offer or whatever. Just kind of lean in and just let them know, like, because it's a gift that you have and not everybody has it. Okay. Yeah, that was when you answered my question. Yep. So that was perfect. <laughs> Good old Capricorn there. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, I'm so excited for you. I'm so happy that you're part of the club. I'm so happy to have done this reading for you. Um, obviously, I'm looking forward to serving you again in the future and in the months to come. And um, I just want to thank you so, so much for being part of the Rising Star Project here at Holistic Fashionista. Yes. Thank you so much. This was wonderful. I love the club. I appreciate all the information that you gave me today. So I'm looking forward to diving into this. Awesome. Well, thanks again. Thanks to our listeners. If you are struggling in your business, if you're looking to attract more of your kismet clients, I want to encourage you to check out the Rising Star uh, Ritual Kit available now in the Holistic Fashionista Botanica. It comes with your astrological birth chart. Or if you want your own session, you can visit angelquintana.com. So thanks again, Sherry, and we'll be in touch real soon. Thank you. Yes. Have a new business that's still not attracting enough of your kismet clients? Do not worry, everyone starts somewhere. The greatest thing you can do for the stage of your business is fine tune your programs and offerings to stand out and make you sound special. Like Sherry, we discovered her kismet client archetype was the essence of Sagittarius, which ultimately led us to fine tuning her free offer to mimic the freedom loving fire sign. Take this opportunity today to look at your astrological birth chart and see which sign rules your 12th house and then alter your products to mesmerize your audience by changing up the language and the sales copy to lure them in. You can thank me later.
I hope you have enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit, where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.